Life's an adventure, and it's waiting. Hi, this is Merrill Hodge. At ST Bank, they know life's for the living. That's why ST Bank offers solutions to help you get the most out of it. Whether you're investing in your home, planning for the future, or just making the most of every day, ST Bank is here to help. Learn how ST Bank can help you live the life you want at stbank.com. Member FDIC. ST Bank was ranked number one in customer satisfaction with retail banking in Pennsylvania by JD Power. For JD Power 2022 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. This is the drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24/7 home of the black and gold. SNR Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome to The Drive. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. And uh, Matt, it's kind of been a uh, kind of a somber kind of weekend um, with the news of the passing of Dwayne Haskins on Saturday morning. Um, I got a text about that Saturday morning before the, the news broke, and I was trying to confirm that it had happened. And it's one of those things where you, you get that information and you start texting people like, please tell me this isn't true. Yeah, right. Um, and, and I didn't even really know Dwayne Haskins, um, you know, be, because of the COVID situation. Um, you know, we, we haven't been in locker rooms in a couple of seasons. Uh, Haskins joining the Steelers late in the 2020 season. Um, but I did speak to the young man several times over the, the past, uh, you know, basically year and a half. And, uh, and obviously watched him closely as, as one of the quarterbacks on this team. And, and I saw a young man who was trying hard to turn things around for himself mm-hmm. and, and seemed to be doing that. And for this to happen, uh, just, just tragic beyond explanation. Uh, yeah, it's, it's awful. I mean, there, there's no way around it. He's only 24 years old. Um, just a, a fluky type accident, a horrible accident. And a lot of people, as often as the case when, you know, someone passes away, come out of the woodwork and talk about how much they like the player and all that. And that seemed very true in this instance, too, that, I mean, he's a very likable guy um, and he'll be missed, obviously. And just a couple things that are more football related, too. I mean, he's 24 years old. I mean, if you look at him, even like at Ohio state or his rookie year in Washington, he was a lot heavier. He had a lot softer body. You know, he's transformed himself. As you mentioned, he's putting in the work. This is a, an off season workout situation. He's trying to get better. Um, He probably was in over his head as a prospect coming out as a one-year starter and then got dumped in an awful situation in Washington. And many of us are guilty of this, but it always bothers me. And it makes me take a step back when something like this happens that, Oh, he's a bust. He's no good. You know, like he's also a person, you know, like people. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and he has a family and it's a massive loss. Yeah. That's the thing that, uh, that always gets me. And I know uh, people are quick to say this guy should get fired. That guy should get cut. You know, right. Right. These are, these are actual people with lives. (laughs) With lives. Very hard. Yeah. Yeah. They're not trying to, to, to play poorly. I get it. Uh, Mm -hmm. You're, you're a fan. You're upset about stuff, but um, you know, when you, when you start talking about and some of the stuff, the vile stuff that's said on social media, uh, at times really gets to me. Uh, I yeah, can, yeah. I can remember a game in Baltimore when Emmanuel Sanders was still on the team and Sanders, there was a two point conversion try at the end of the game and Sanders couldn't come up with it. 
And the reaction on social media was just putrid, putrid. Oh, I bet. I bet people, uh, he, and he, to his credit, I, and trust me, I didn't necessarily get along well with Emmanuel Sanders. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, he, he was upset with some things that I wrote that were critical of him, um, and his play, but that's not the point, you know, but that's not the point. <laughs> yeah. right, but right, in, right. in this situation, he went in and just started retweeting every vile, nasty thing that was said about him so that everybody could see what these people were writing about him. Wow. That's a good approach, actually. You know, yeah. like, and so I, I mean, deal with every day yeah. is listening to people, telling people, stuff, people you know? telling him to die that he should, you know, he should, it's just unbelievable stuff. Yeah. And so, you know, the, the, this, this Haskins situation, um, I, I likened it. I did the final word on, on Sunday night. On Sunday night. Okay. And I likened this, you know, the same weekend that Tiger Woods was playing in the Masters 14 months after basically almost losing his leg and, and possibly his life. Um, you know, he was reclaiming, you know, obviously he didn't play super well. He played, <laughs> played better golf than, than 99% of the planet could play. Of course, right, yeah. right, right. But finished 13 over and shot 76 the, the final, 78 the final two days. So he was tw- he was like 12 over the final two rounds. But he made the cut at the Masters. And just <laughs> after that, and he's yeah, not young. And, you just know, right. yeah, 46 years old. Just the fact that he was out there walking 72 holes of golf on on a weekend, uh, you know, just a, a a great human interest story. And then this whole thing happens. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Matt, my, my, you know, my sons are 26 and 22, right. um, you know, in that neighborhood. Sure. Haskins is 24. He's right in the middle of those two. And so, you know, it really struck me. I'm like, you know, I'm old enough to be this kid's dad. I can't imagine as a parent, how you deal with that. I can't imagine as a teammate, how yeah, you deal exactly. with that, exactly. um, you know, a coach, a friend, uh, a wife, just the, the tragic news of that. Just it, it's unbelievable. It really is. And uh, I mean, uh, the one thing, the two little nuggets I have is, is one of my best buddies is work is a doctor that's worked at a, um, a hospital for as long as I can remember. And it, after this came up, he said, Matt, you'd be surprised how many people get in an accident in exactly the same way. You know, they're, they're on a highway or a busy road, they get out of their car and don't realize what the sight lines are of the people bearing down on them going 60, 70, 80 miles an hour. And it's just a remarkably dangerous situation that I can even put myself in Haskins shoes. Like, Oh God damn it. I just ran out of gas, pulled over, slammed the car into park and chop out. You're trying to make a, you know, you're trying to make a flight, you know, you're right. 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 You know, you're, so you're, flight, right? you're rushing to the airport. I, ironically, I just drove through that area. I know exactly oh, what really? they were talking about because I flew out of the Fort Lauderdale flew in and out of the Fort Lauderdale airport for the, for this, the spring meetings two weeks ago. Oh, okay. So I drove that section of I nine, I five 95. And, and I'm sure it's very busy and it's super busy. I mean, yeah. Right, right. And even on a Saturday with people, it's, it's, it's the Miami greater Miami area. I mean, that's one of the most populated areas in the country. And it just, I, I, I mean, yeah. You know, people, yeah. what was he doing? Doing It doesn't matter what he was doing, doing <laughs> It doesn't matter. He's allowed to do whatever he, he wants. Right. The the fact of the matter is, is he's is he's gone, and mm-hmm. you know it, it's it's a it's unfortunate. I I you know it, it, the funny thing is is I went back and 
I, I remembered an instance right before he started his game against Carolina in the preseason. Um, he had been made available to us early in the, in the process at, at, at training camp. But when he was going to get that start, uh, he was made available. And he talked about how – because he was still fairly new to the team at that point as well. Right, right, right. And that was a big story when the Steelers picked him up. Absolutely. Know, early yeah. pick and, you know, right, right. Uh, he talked about how he – every day in training camp was going up to somebody new that he didn't know and just striking up a conversation with them. Mm. And, you know, because he, he wanted – guaranteed to make the team or, I mean, right. you got a lot of things to worry about. You know, saving he was, his career, yeah. you know. He said, you know, he talked about as being a quarterback, you have to be viewed as a leader. And that's one of the things, one of the ways that you get guys to to want to play with you and for you is is to for them to 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 know and like you. So I think there was some some realization there in his part. And he talked about how he's, you know, now he was much more comfortable in his own skin. Um one of the things that that, that strikes me. And we've talked about this with some of these young quarterbacks, obviously the Steelers in the market, potentially for a young quarterback. Going into a team as a 21-year-old or a 20-year-old or a 22-year-old. Right, as the savior. As the savior, the face of the franchise uh, is really difficult. I mean, I've covered the Steelers for 29 years. They've drafted one quarterback in that time in the first round. <laughs> right, right. They've drafted since, ni- right. since 1970. They've drafted three quarterbacks in the first round. Terry Bradshaw in 1970, Mark Malone in 80, and then Ben Roethlisberger in, in 2004. So, uh, so, you know, you don't necessarily understand the pressure of that for these teams that continually draft these guys in the first round. When you're, get, you're a quarterback and you get drafted, in the, I can remember Ben Roethlisberger's first training camp. He wasn't even the starter. He was the third stringer. Right, right. He wasn't even a clear backup at that point. Right. He got hurt in training camp. He got he got nicked. He, t- he limped off the field, and the TV stations all broke into their afternoon soap operas with live reports. Right, right. Young the restless has to yeah. pause because Ben got hurt. Right. Um, you know, it's just that's the kind of stuff that happens with these guys. You're quarterback. It's a completely different position than being a safety or being an offensive lineman that's drafted in the first round. You're thrown right into it, and you're the face of the franchise, and people expect you to start. Right, and I'm not trying to get away from the the big story. There's the loss of the human being. Right. But, you know, I, I do think there's a couple opportunities here when something like this happens. First of all, like I said, I'm guilty of this. I'm going to try to be better with separate, you know, keeping business and personal very different, and it's my job to talk about these players, and uh, you know, frankly, I didn't think Haskins was going to be the Steelers' next starting quarterback, but I thought I loved the pickup and all that. I mean, was he a bust in Washington? Yes. You know, I mean, that's our job to analyze that, but don't just be like, this guy has no chance. He's a loser. Well, that's, uh, you know, uh, what that I was, stuff makes me crazy. What I was know? getting to with that is this was a guy who was the 15th pick in the draft, who probably wasn't ready. He probably should have gone back to school. He wasn't, right? Yeah. <laughs> and and in a way, it was his hometown team. It was his hometown team. Right, with a he, lot of buddies. and yeah. He lived in the – he grew up in Maryland, in, in suburban Washington. And I the mean, owner loved him. And, it, the know, pressure right. on that is like – is tenfold. Yeah, yeah. As opposed to what – you know, if you're uh, – I Daniel Jones going to New York is the only thing that I could even – or whoever, you know, anybody going to New York and, and being put under that microscope mm-hmm. is the only thing that he, it's even close. A guy, a quarterback, taken in the first round, drafted to his hometown team. Like, 
Yeah. The, the pressure on that is remarkable. Again, I'm not making excuses for him as a player, but he was thrust into one of the, at that point, maybe the worst organization in the league. He was remarkably young, a one-year starter. And I don't know if this happened, but I guess it, I'm, I'll bet my bottom dollar it did that people come out of the woodwork that you went to high school with. Oh yeah. Third cousin. You didn't know that want favors. Can I have a loan? Let's go out for beers, blah, 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 blah. You know, I mean, everybody wants to be your friend being at the hometown team, you know, like from what I understand, that's a big reason the Steelers didn't want to bring Dan Marino back, you know, like that's a hard situation. You know, they didn't draft Marino at the time or, you know, things like that. It's just a, a much different situation than if you'd went to any of the other 31 teams. But to your point earlier, Dale, you, you mentioned, you know, we both mentioned he's transformed his body. He's, he's moving a lot better. Life's an adventure, and it's waiting. Hi, this is Merrill Hodge. At s Bank, they know life's for the living. That's why s Bank offers solutions to help you get the most out of it. Whether you're investing in your home, planning for the future, or just making the most of every day, s Bank is here to help. Learn how s Bank can help you live the life you want at stbank.com. Member FDIC. s Bank was ranked number one in customer satisfaction with retail banking in Pennsylvania by J.D. Power. For J.D. Power 2022 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. ...than he did early in his career. He goes out of his way to understand the leadership stuff and probably some of the mistakes he made. And in a way, that kind of brings me to Trubisky because he didn't go to his hometown team but Trubisky and and he went um, second overall. They traded they, up from three tra- to two, <laughs> and they traded up to get him. Yeah, like you're you're right. the savior. And, he's, and he was, they both were one year starters at their programs, and thrust into really difficult situations as very young people. I mean, it, be careful what you wish for, and it brings us to should the Steelers take one of twenty? Where's Trubisky at now in his career? Has he learned lessons like Haskins was learning? You know, over the last couple of years. I mean. Remember their people, I guess, is my bottom line. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if uh, because that, that's what he was doing down in South Florida was working out with Trubisky had, had gotten a bunch of the guys, yeah, yeah. the receivers and running backs and, and and invited Haskins as well. It wouldn't surprise me if Trubisky reached out to Haskins because they had been in similar situations. I'm sure. There's a lot you know, of so from one they, another. Like, they had both, that up? Yeah, they had both that, walked you know? though in the same shoes. I mean, mm-hmm. almost almost to a T. It's very similar. One year starters, overdrafted, immense talent, brutal situations to go in, and you know, massive uh, media centers. And oh, he stinks. He's a bust. He can't do it. Like, give him a little bit of a break. <laughs> yeah. You know? I mean, I, I, I've always said, imagine if social media would have been around. For Bradshaw's first couple of years, for first last few years. year and a half, or yeah, all right, it would have been people, the Haskins situation. People forget Terry Bradshaw wasn't the full time starter in 1974 when the Steelers won their first Super Bowl. Right, 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 right. I mean, that it, seems like ancient history to people, and I'm sure there's some younger listeners going, "Really? You know, that, that didn't live through it like that." That's it. Took him a long time to be the. They guy. started. They started three quarterbacks that season. Joe Gillum started as the was the starter to, on opening day that year. Wow, Joe Gilliam. Wow. And that was not Bradshaw's first or second year in the league. No, it was his been fourth year in the league, yeah. yeah and he was looked at as, oh, my God, this guy's a bust. I mean, if uh, that was today, think about it. We're not picking up the fourth-year, fifth-year option. They probably would have drafted one well, you know, after year two of him not playing well, and then, you know, he's on the bench or cut or whatever. I mean, he would have been a, a non-entity. He would be lucky if he would have been in Trubisky or Haskins' shoes, you know, four or five years into the league. 
Yeah. So uh, very, very unfortunate for Dwayne Haskins. You know, I, I actually was on CNN last night as well. And they, they were talking to me about this and I, and I said, you know, this was a young man. I thought that had learned from his past mistakes and was, mm-hmm. was, was on the right track to correct those things and his mistakes. When we call them mistakes, that's about, about the next thing I was going to say too. Like he didn't wear a mask in a strip club one time as a 21 year old. Like, yeah, that's his big mistake. You know? He wasn't, or, he got, he was even more difficult in his situation. First, he went into a bad situation, on a bad football team, really bad football team. The, co- the head coach got fired. The guy, the guy who drafted him got fired mm-hmm. after that first season. So they bring in a, a new head coach who didn't and draft flat, him and flat out poor ownership too. Like, I mean, right. the problem started from the top and with those Washington teams. Yeah. So, you know, I, I think a lot of this stuff was kind of beyond his control. Could he have done a better job? Absolutely. Oh yeah. I mean, I'm not excusing him. He wasn't good, but you know, there, there, there was talent there. There was, you know, I, I saw, just watching him, he was well liked by his teammates here. Big time, uh, yeah. He was, you know, he 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 worked hard. He was sta- he stayed after practice every day. Mm-hmm. I did note that. I mean, every day, and he would throw with receivers and work on his game. And you could see he was trying to get better, trying to to hone his his game and work on some of the things that that you know maybe troubled him. Uh, some of the passes and uh, one of the big ones, you know, he worked a lot with Stephen Sims, who obviously was a teammate in Washington. Oh, right, right. Um, and, and they would constantly, you know, they'd be there half an hour after practice throwing the, you know, throwing and catching. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I mean, to be honest, and anyone listened to the drive over the last couple of years, I was very excited, you know, just purely football, pick them up for nothing. I mean, that's a yeah. great risk to take. And he didn't blow my doors off, but I still think there was hope for him to get better maybe be a long-term backup. I mean, I think he had a lot of football ahead of him. You know, I mean, I think he probably stays in the league at least another six to eight years in some capacity. Um, maybe not with the Steelers, but they gave him money. I mean, they they had high hopes for him too. I mean, again, they didn't look at him like, oh, that's Ben's successor. We, we pulled one over on the rest of the league, but they gave him a decent contract before this year and want, wanted him around. Yeah, yeah. So very unfortunate Um Dwayne Haskins would have turned 25 next month. Uh, just got married last spring. Um, just so much of his life ahead of him and uh, struck down far, far too early. And unfortunately, this is this is something that has now become a little bit of commonplace with the Steelers. I, I, I hate to say it that way, but, you know, Daryl Drake dies in training camp in 2019. Right. Um, you know, last year, a few of them. Yeah. Yeah. Last year, Stefan to brothers killed in a very similar fashion in June. Uh, the wife of Jerry Olsavsky dies during the, the season. I mean, just tragedy oh, after tragedy, man. just awful things that you have to deal with. And, and this is the thing that, that sometimes gets overlooked again by fans. Like, these guys are human. Yeah. Every one of them. And think about how, how it would be going to work every day with and you lost somebody that you worked with that you were close with right and and nothing to me you know here's here's the thing about sports um i can remember going back to for my 25th high school reunion and i hadn't seen some of the guys that i played uh, basketball and baseball with in 
20 plus years since then. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And you just strike up a conversation with those guys. Like it was like, you just saw them yesterday. I bet all the practices you went to so many shared, yeah. So many shared experiences and, and, you know, it's just the, the bond that the teammates form is very similar to marriage in a lot right. of ways. I mean, even if you're not a great athlete, it's a wonderful experience for a young man or woman growing up as a teenager or whatever. You know, both my kids play volleyball and I'm thrilled that they're on some sort of team. I don't think they're going to be on the Olympic volleyball teams. You know what I mean? But you learn so fact, much from it. Right. I mean, they, they find new friends. You overcome a lot together. You remember things together. Yeah. I mean, a hundred percent. And uh, it was a little different, but one of my years at Pitt, we lost a very young wide receiver named Billy Gaines, who I think was 19. It was his second year with the team. He was vastly undersized. We weren't sure if we were going to give him a, a scholarship or not, and he far exceeded our expectations and was doing some work in a church and fell from a ceiling and was tragically killed. And I mean, it kind of reminded me of that. Like, I think it was 19 when it happened. Yeah. And not to sound coarse, but the whole team's going to feel this all year long, you know, and I'm not saying, Hey, if the Steelers only win five games, it's because, you know, the, this tragedy, you know, but it's going to be a part of this team for a while. It's not just yeah. going to go away. Yeah. Because you, I mean, you, you know, you got to walk past his locker every day, mm-hmm. even if so, even if they put somebody else in that locker, it's still his locker. Sure. sure. You know, and you're going to, you're going to think, you know, every time you're reminded of conversations you had with him here, or, you know, every time the quarterbacks go in the meeting room, yeah, I was thinking that, that chair's right. that chair is going to be sitting there empty. You know, it's just so much that, that yeah. you have to deal with that that, that goes beyond the, the scope of of just normal interaction. Um, and I'm sure they'll like have a, a sticker on their helmets this year or something, you know, to, yeah. to not forget them, of course. And I mean, if you didn't play with them at Ohio State, you probably played against them if you were a Big Ten team player. And, right. Yeah, or just, or you know. went to, you know, so many of these quarterbacks go to like the Manning camp and things. Exactly. Like they right. know each other. They've known each other forever. Yeah, well uh, before he even went to Ohio State, he probably yeah. went to team passing camps and competed against guys, you know, Trubisky and those guys too. You know, yeah. And so, and, the, and the final the thing, smaller. Yeah, the and final, they have same agents, and you know, yeah. The, the final thing I wanted to mention about this is that you know, so many of these athletes, um, and they have to be this way. Feel like they're they're a hundred foot tall and bulletproof. That's part of the job description. It's part of the job description, and so yeah. when something like this happens it's a reminder that they aren't mm-hmm. and that, that can be sobering as well. Without question. Guys. Well said. Yeah. Um, so it, it's, it's just unfortunate. Uh, our hearts go out to uh, Dwayne uh, family, his wife, uh, his teammates, teammates his, yeah. his coaches. Uh, you just don't expect this. And, and so, uh, um, you know, I think that's, that's all we can say about that, but we're going to take a break. He is Matt Williamson. I'm Dale Lally. You're listening to the drive here on Steelers nation radio. Life's an adventure and it's waiting. Hi, this is Merrill Hodge at S and T bank. They know life's for the living. That's why S and T bank offers solutions to help you get the most out of it. Whether you're investing in your home, planning for the future, or just making the most of every day, S and T bank is here to help. Learn how ST Bank can help you live the life you want at stbank.com. Member FDIC. ST Bank was ranked number one in customer satisfaction with retail banking in Pennsylvania by JD Power. For JD Power 2022 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. <laughs> 